Watch this. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Cookie Jar Golf Podcast. I am Tom Mills and today I'm joined by Bruce Fitzpatrick. Good evening. Do you think you could maybe just do me an introduction on one podcast one day where you don't, you know, you Roll don't sort of... What is you're such a precious little petal, aren't you? Come Please. on, Tom, get on with the podcast. Sam Williams. Greetings, Thomas. Pleasure to be here as always. And a special guest... Harry Fitzpatrick, brother of aforementioned Bruce. Harry, welcome to the pod. Gentlemen, good evening. Pleasure to be here. What brings you to the jar, Harry? What brings me to the jar? Well, I'm actually um, privileged to be on my second cookie jar tour. I think it was May 2021. I enjoyed my first tour with the jar. and I've clearly been better behaved this time because now I've actually been invited on a podcast or rather offered a bit more banter this this time around. But um Great fun today, gents. Still the runner, the runner of Cookie Jar. The last time Harry came on tour, I left, I forgot to a third hole on an out and back links, which was Nairn. I realised I left my battery to my camera in the car. So, Harry, you're the runner, mate. We, we've got you here. Why don't you jog back to the car? It was about a mile away. I, I, like, I like to think that's where I earned my stripes, really. That's where, uh, that's, earned, where yeah. that's where this appearance really began. Mm. There's nothing um, worse than doing a sort of... T- one and a half mile round jog back to the clubhouse or to the we were car playing foursomes as when well. it's minus three and you mm. actually build up a sweat that then starts to actually freeze on your three or four days worth of free golf without without so much as picking up a camera to be fair I didn't feel remotely he did want to get to know the ropes for him so you've got to cut your teeth haven't you and you've got to, you've got to earn your stripes um, gentlemen what are we here to discuss yeah. we are on tour only a little I call it a micro tour um, we're up in St. Andrews. We've, we've done a, um, the purpose of our visit is a, as a podcast that we've just recorded this morning and we've got that out of the way and a little bit of playtime. And on the way up, we, we played Appleby, which has been released already. We did the tour, the course diaries of Appleby. Maybe, maybe my releases before, who knows? <laughs> Great. <laughs> we like to live on the edge here. Great. We, do, we like we like to fly in the face Tom of logic seems to and have taken over but... scheduling of podcasts now yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. All of a yeah. sudden, everything that I look after as chief exec of the jar seems to be diminishing. Oh, here we go. We're opening up a can of worms here. But we like we like we like to schedule live on air. And we, after our, our podcast that we recorded this morning, and we managed to get around at Golf House Club, otherwise known as Ely, which was. Something I didn't know a huge amount about, and I like to go into these things fairly with with a fair amount of ignorance, but it was good. Well, I've been very keen to see Ely for some time, and Bruce had sort of taken over a bit of the logistics planning for this weekend, so... I always like to take on the so heavy what, logistics what burden first, north, first north, of, north of the border. No, hang north on. The border. <laughs> it makes sense, you know, St. Andrew's resident, essentially, aren't you? Um... And you said, oh, where do we fancy playing on Saturday afternoon? Saturday is obviously difficult, I think, typically to play, particularly in Scotland, busy clubs, members' day. 
Um, but I did say no, I'd really like to see Ely to be fair of all the courses up here no, that this is now Sam's idea I said I said I'd really like no, to play I think, Ely I think I've had it on the record that I want, I'm just saying I've always wanted to play Ely I don't, second to Holland Ely's been the yeah. one that he's always wanted to play <laughs> yeah Hol- Holland and Ely are very much bucket lists for me um, so yeah let me put you in charge of that and um, yeah came up trumps mm. and actually I think it's um, it's felt like a long time coming because we've really not had a sort of I know it's a mini tour as you described there Tom but we've not you know had sort of tour golf or played golf as a three for quite some time given you know the winter weather me starting work down in London Sam sort of frolicking off around various golf trips here and there and um, you know it's it was just really nice to get back on on tour as it were yeah um, I mean the with, last with time, you guys the last um, time we were all together was I suppose our fitting which we yes. which we 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 had with with a huge thank you to our friends over at TaylorMade, and we went down. I think earlier on in the year, like early January, was and we it's got actually, together. Yeah, mid to late mid to late January was. Yeah, and we went down, and and Danny Morris or Mickey, as Rick Shields would call him, was uh, fitting us down in uh, in Wentworth actually, and um, and we got we got fit down there, and and a few weeks later. We got our clubs arrived. We've never really had the opportunity to no. to test well, them we out. Played. I mean, I think you know. To be fair, it would be easy for people to think, "Oh, well, you know, three guys they all play at Blackwell together. They must play several times a week together." The fact of the matter is, I can't remember the last time we played eighteen holes of golf together. Um, it doesn't happen that often. So, you know, when we're on tour, typically is the time we do it. And it was just nice. You know, I think we just we knew waking up this morning doing you know podcast with Peter Dawson. And then going and playing at Ely, you just sometimes know, you know, today could be quite an enjoyable day. And it's fair to say it, it absolutely delivered in in every way, didn't it? Mm. Um, so I don't know what order we want to talk about. I, su- I suggest we maybe talk about Ely, maybe, to, and 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 some of the some of the fun and games around that. Yeah, well, you know, keep, keeping it light and breezy. And I what's think. your itinerary, Bruce? <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, I think to, set, Bruce, to you, set the scene here. Have you played Ely before? I have. I you played have. it a couple and of times. Have you, have you played Ely before? I have. Okay. So it was just me and Sam that hadn't. And so, you, so obviously you guys knew what you were getting yourselves into, but yeah. But we, uh, all I knew about it was a periscope. Yeah. Literally, that's all I knew about it. So like, what are your expectations going in based on what I told you? What I mean, Sam, I know you like to sort of read up on these things quite a bit before you, before well, you go yeah, and I play just, these I courses. Spent, you know, obviously, what, what are you expecting? Man marking social channels, you see a lot of pictures of golf courses. So, you know, proximity to the sea was something that I was acutely aware of. You know, felt like there's, there's some nice holes that are exposed to that. Um, knew that it ran alongside the town. So I knew there's the, the 19th hole and there's this sort of, you know, legendary pub that people pop into after, you know, a couple of holes is what I knew. It, it transpires the third. Um, the periscope on the first tee. And, and, and apart from that, just the fact that everyone I know that's been to Ely really rates Ely. Mm. You know, I've never I've never heard anyone say, Yeah, not for me. Oh, it wasn't it was all right. And probably wouldn't rush back. I've never heard that. I've mm. only ever heard glowing reports from Ely. So that's usually a, a, a pretty resounding mm. mark for it, I think. And, um, and and the course itself is old. It's like the third oldest golf course in the yeah. world. Yeah, the actual course. I mean, it's the course un- itself, yeah. undergone a lot of evolution, but I think it dates to about the 16th century. Um, the Golf House Club was established quite a bit later in sort of 1875, but that, you know, we were lucky enough um, 
shout out to Jamie, the uh, the general manager who gave us a, a, a little tour around before we went out and played. And um, it's just steeped in history and there's there's so much kind of brilliant memorabilia and like historical artifacts that they've kind of beautifully preserved. And it's just, a, it's a very, as great as the course is and as picturesque as, um, you know, the, the setting is, the Golf House Club itself just, is a fantastic golf club I think yeah, by all accounts cool that was the, 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 the impression I got um, from just spending a bit of time there today um, lovely so. lovely vibes yeah. when you go into a pro shop that has got no golf clubs on racks there's I mean it's minimalism no in the clothes. pro shop to say the very least it had an outstanding sock collection <laughs> and that was about it really there, yeah. there really isn't loads of stuff to buy in the pro shop but no, just but, a few well, bits you're like does a pro yes shop this mean? place is pure well it's just like doing the stuff but it, doing it, it well gloves, you know what i mean it needs yeah. tees and these balls exactly and that's what i mean it was just it was an over service it it's just you know the clubhouse and everything off the course to me was it's just pure and know? okay so i'm front and center of the of the, the whole pro experience shop. really yeah the front side of the pro shop, you go in, they've got literally gloves, hats, balls, tees in the, in the tiny room. And then this enormous periscope in the middle of the pro shop. And it's like, what on earth is going on? And I have at this point, I mean, even though you walk past it and I'm completely oblivious to everything in the world, I hadn't clocked at the, the first tee shots blind. So you're like, what you, earth did you think the periscope was for then? <laughs> well, this is it. So, like, the, I haven't really clocked where you where the first hole was. And you're like, and you get this, what this periscope for? And then you're seeing people tee off, and you're like, okay. And then the 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 the, the, the pro there is shouting out the door, right? You're ready to tee off now. He's like peeking then down the down the periscope, shouting to everyone, yeah, you can go now. It was very very unique. Reputation of the cool. jar was obviously you know the stock was high in five because you didn't seem to have too much difficulty getting us a tea time on a Saturday afternoon. I thought that's great. I think that stock crumbled quite quickly when Tom took over the periscope and said, oh, you can see out of it as well. <laughs> it was one of the most remarkable things I've ever heard said mm. in a pro shop. Um, but, yeah. They must have thought these, these cookie jar crew are a slightly strange bunch. I mean, Sam, I think, has walked into the pro shop before we've gone and had some lunch, I don't even know if, if he's managed to utter the words hello to the assistant before he's just made a beeline and picked up a pair of long socks and a pair of short socks. I mean, it was extraordinary, And really. two, two ball, logo balls for his ball rack, just absolutely sort of dialed in. I mean, it was within on the 15 priorities. seconds of crossing yeah. the threshold. He's already uh, there, ready to pay. The poor bloke behind the desk is trying to, you know, signal to the people on the tee that's actually ready to go. He's got, got one eye on the periscope and one eye on Sam. He's like loading up logo balls, match play socks. It was, it was yeah sight to behold yeah um and then tom just completely oblivious to the sort of i thing. don't think i don't think that I, w- I was supposed to just bowl in and grab his periscope i think that's just a well it's, it's part of the experience at ely yeah i think oh, definitely the first good, time you've played, I, no, it, I don't is, know whether yeah. i just come and commandeered you know because it's iconic and anyone who goes you know and plays there that is something that you just have to go and kind of uh just just look through and it's just a great feature really and there's a nice little sort of board um to the side just talking about the history of yeah. it and i think they purchased it for like sort of 75 pounds from the navy or <laughs> some decommissioned ship maybe i've got the history slightly askew there but um yeah it's it's just a really cool way to start the round um also shout out to uh, the kitchen who delivered a, a phenomenal coronation chicken panini 
which coronation chicken is something that just does does not appear enough in golf clubs for me. And if it's on the menu, it gets purchased. It's very very lovely. It's a little superstition we have. So it? we're yeah. doing any, it's any usually a good work. day. Yeah, it's a good day if you've got coronation. First chicken. time we ever did a filming job, we had coronation chicken, and, and subsequently, if we're together on tour and it's on the menu, you have to order it, don't you? Yeah, but the <laughs> yeah. person does. I couldn't turn down the bacon, bring cranberry. We digress, gentlemen. Let's talk about the golf. Yes. Um, the course do or we the want golf? To, I mean, I, I'm just going to preface this with, like, I was absolutely blown away by the golf course at Ely. How do we want to do it? Do we want to talk about the course? Do we want to talk about the match we've had? Do we want to think about, you know, what we were playing for? I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm okay, let's start with we'll, 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 we'll do this chronologically. Yeah. So we played a little match play. Me and Harold... Against which is always me and Harold. I don't, it, well, even the last tour was me and Harold versus Bruce and Sam in a, in a better ball format. But at the same time, um, there's a video that that'll be on social media um, very shortly to accompany this podcast, which was uh, one of the boxes that Taylor made sent us. Um, had a rather wonderful, probably six, six inch opening Seamus Taylor made stealth leather. Leather, leather pencil bag. It's single mm. strap. It's it's beautiful. Seamus, I mean, great, great maker of bags and you know accessories and stuff. And the video, the tailor made stealth bag they made for the little mm. PR boxes. Very lucky to get hands on that. I mean, that was yeah. It's right up our alley of sort of you know the, the kind of traditional. So we had to think about it, and, and I mean, I must admit, I'd yeah. love to say you know I would take credit for this. <laughs> But I'm not, I'd love I'm not, to give it away, but I'd rather keep it. No, 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 I'd, no, I'd love to take credit for the idea. But actually, Graham, Graham at TaylorMade said, you know, well, I saw these, you know, we had these Seamus bags, like, I've got to get you guys one. And I saw, and he said, I thought it'd be really cool if you guys just played a few matches with it as well, like, you know, keep it alternating. I was like, yeah, that's, that's a great shout, actually. So we, we agreed that amongst the jar, and sadly Harold is not an official member of the jar, so he's unable to win Even the bag. Even though he did, would have taken the, the biscuit. About, uh, <laughs> Harry, so this is a jar-related conversation. Um, <laughs> and we said, oh, the winner of the jar, uh, well, the winner of today in terms of just a separate stable for the thing we're playing, gets the bag, and then every time we play as a three, we play for the, play for the stealth bag, which I thought was pretty sweet. So that's like yeah. a little add-on to it anyway. So yeah, there was a little little, so, little micro yeah. game t- taken on. So we decided that on the first tee and uh, heavens opened, I'd say, just a, just a little bit, just for 10 minutes, just on the first tee. But yeah, it was then gone we had, before we got to the second shots, wasn't it? Yeah, that was literally but then it. it just turned into glorious sunshine pretty much for the entirety of the afternoon. A good a good healthy wind across the links, mm. but, um, but, but glorious sunshine really. And... I think I think it's a shock to the system when you get to the first green at Ely and you you're looking at the we had a bit of front front pin it was we all pretty much had downhill putts when you've got basically no idea on how to stop the ball anywhere near greens the were greens were absolutely glass but the land's sublime isn't it like you know back to the original point They've played golf here, you know, from the you know, 1500s, 1600s. You know, this is, it's kind of in, in the same fold of old course North Berwick in terms of the, you know, the provenance of the, of the land itself yeah. that you're playing on. It's just pure golfing terrain. Like it's... And it's a strange one, isn't it? Because obviously North Berwick being East Lothian, you know, they're in different parts 
of Scotland. Well, they're only overlooking. Actually, they're quite close together. Yeah, aren't but they? you're as overlooking the, North Berwick yeah. from Ely. You can see Bass Rock. It's you know you're looking straight across at North Berwick, pretty much from the second. So the second is that sort of elevated path forward. It's probably drivable for you, for you big boys. Um, but you get up to the top and you get this reveal as you get onto that second green where you get the whole town, you get the crashing waves, and then you can see, you know, Bass Rock, North Berwick and all that stuff. And, the, you know, in, and all that area is just absolutely blessed with the Lynx turf. I should just interject that. You mentioned reveals. And I think today, Harry, it's fair to say it was a bit of a baptism of fire for you, wasn't it, in terms of <laughs> golf course architecture, lexicon. You know, just penny for your thoughts on that. Oh, yeah, I think we need to be careful. Here. We're not too, we're not jumping too far ahead. Um, but the the, the reveals at the Ely are, are something to behold. I think the, the Which trans- is a term the, that you have the the, the, tran- the, trans- the, the the transitions as well is something that I'm sure Sam will come on to, and you know, <laughs> uh, uh, only sort of um, surpassed by the, the number of quality half par holes on offer. <laughs> uh, I, He's it, a quick it learner. Really, it was it was an education today, and um, no, it was an absolute absolute delight. I think yeah, for for me that what came across. What was most impressive is I think the first time I played it was August time and we had a cracking day. It was it was beautiful weather and the wind was up. I think is the Ely terminology when the wind's up at Ely. There's nowhere there's nowhere better. But the condition of the course today is March. It's been tricky. We we had a downpour yesterday and you just would not have been able to tell that the the, the turf was yeah. perfect and it was rolling firm and fast. So. Harry, so pop quiz. You you've you've been in, around jar members for for the last what, 24 hours and Sam's got a habit of making shit up so let's imagine that people don't know what those terms are explain to me one what's a reveal well to be honest I'm not sure I actually fully <laughs> understand <laughs> what I would take the reveal to be is where you approach something that is potentially partially blind and for instance, the second hole at Ely, you're, you're playing up towards a raised green that, that hides a lot behind it. And I think the reveal that a lot of people would say is the expanse behind the green um, and, and, and the, the, the scenery that you have behind it, as Tom mentioned, Bass Rock. And this is an exam style answer where I'm really trying to waffle along to just you know, pick, up as many, <laughs> take a, pick up as many marks as I can here. But that was my understanding. Um, transitions, I think. Sam, have we got a correct answer? Does he get marked on this? Yeah, yeah I'll give him that. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, good, good. good, good. He, he's got a good grasp on this stuff. Okay. Tra- <laughs> transition. What's a transition? Again, I, I couldn't really get too excited by this one, but I'm, I, I think it it mostly refers to finishing one hole and starting the next, which, you know, the routing of a course is extremely important. I think that's what Ely does so well in, 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 the, in, in, in the main. But I think, yeah, the, the, the transitions that, that Sam was waxing lyrical by the third hole, I did need to remind him, Sam, we have, I don't think we've had enough of these transitions to really be sure that they are, quote, the best he has ever seen. What are we, is that, well, is that a fair comment? Yeah, that's a perfect segue, actually, because... Um, you know, sort of those of our most attentive listeners will know that that we always like to have a bit of competition when we're on tour amongst the jar. There's always a fair bit of jousting and, and, and competitive play. Um, and you know, if anyone was laboring assumption that having not played golf for a few months together as a, a as a full complement, we might just sort of you know enjoy the moment and keep it 
relaxed and chilled and just, just embracing one another's company and enjoying good conversation, you'd be sorely mistaken there because, uh, <laughs> you, you know, in, in keeping with tradition, Sam was absolutely just dialed in from the get-go. Uh, he wouldn't and speak to anyone. A, after a couple of putts went went awry <laughs> on the first few holes, he his, his sort of pace of play picked up by about a good sort of factor of, of maybe, I don't know, 20%, 25% or so. And he was sort of really, really frog-marching, yeah, wasn't the, he? So it's good hole. that nothing's changed on that front. No, by the fourth hole. I just the, couldn't. The I just bruised, the fourth just, hole. Just didn't, yeah, oh, you okay. can just interrupt me if you want. I'll have more about the tee the, the box of the fourth hole. We all hit our tee shots, and you just you just went. But the tee box of the fourth hole. We're not going to get round here at all. The tee box of the fourth hole was marked with by an incident words. where we almost had the equivalent of what would be a streaker. So we had someone come up and <laughs> came over to me with his arm extended, shook my hand, and said, Jimmy, I said, oh, yeah, I'm Tom. Nice to meet you, Jimmy. He said, no, you're Jimmy. I'm Jimmy. No, Tom. Great to meet you, Tom. Okay. Then he shook everybody's hand. And he's like, oh, well, I'm really glad to meet you because I only met Kevin and then I met George. I said, I'm really sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, you're Jimmy. I said, no, I'm Tom. You guys had thought somebody has got wind. Like, almost like a tiger practice round at the open. Someone had caught wind that the cookie jar boys were three holes into an exhibition match. We're getting free, and free marched caddy down offer. to the fourth and started to build. You know, I think, you know, scenes of Cypress Point with, you know, Venturi and Ward were sort of starting to spring to mind. That this guy had come out to watch us and he was like, oh no, it's the group behind, isn't it? I was like, yeah, yeah, he just wanted the group behind. Um, but at this point, me and Harry are kind of in stitches that, that were like, what's gone on? And we're, we're, we're just sort of trying to point this guy in the right direction. And Sam's halfway down the fairway, just marching away, yeah. going, we're no, never no. going to make this, boys. We so so I, think, I think, no, no, no. In, in, in absolute fairness, um, Bruce is a heinously slow golfer at times. Yeah, with, with, just, oh, with, with a mix of aim point express and alignment, al- alignments on golf ball. Yeah, al- al- alignment, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. It's like aim point full version. Um, and just absolutely slander. And I, I was acutely aware we had a two ball behind us. And, and jokes aside, you know, we've obviously talked on this podcast before about, you know, East Lothian, 20 miles or 10 miles, or mm. whatever, across the, the estuary. And, um, you know, these guys like to play quick. It's a Saturday afternoon. There's rugby on. They probably want to get round. And I was acutely aware of that. And these, you know, back to the point of, you know, great golf clubs are welcoming places. Mm. You know, bad golf clubs don't make you feel welcome. Mm. Ely could not have made you feel more welcome. And these guys who were a two ball, we weren't slow. We were playing quite quick golf. Yeah, we got around they just were, over they three, made, they we? clearly made yeah. a conscious effort to actually just, not, just not, dial it back not a apply bit. any pressure to us because they would have definitely caught us up and we let them through, I think, eventually on about the 13th or 14th, I want to say. But, you know, the fact that they just clearly made no effort to put any pressure up behind us, I was just like, that was just a really nice mm. touch of yeah, them. we like, had to go. We, we were just, because I, I think I wanted to ping the drone about a bit and I was, yeah. like, I was like, we had to go out of our way to try and get these guys to come through. It was like, yeah. guys, do you, do you want to come through? Yeah. But it was quite quiet in general, wasn't it? I think the course, yeah, plenty yeah, it was, of space, it was, it was sort of overly packed and, and everyone's just, you know, everyone who did see out there was so welcoming and friendly and just all, enjoying a really nice like, sort of Saturday afternoon in March in the sun on on a on a fantastic golf course. But back to the original point, I, I was really excited about seeing Ely. Um, you know, I kind of thought it was going to be a good day. I don't think any, anything prepared me for quite how good I thought the course was. I, I You know, you, you, we, we threw some stuff around on the course. I'm talking about it. You know, for me, it's it's 
you know, I said it's, it's my number two and five. You know, I put that out there straight away. Um, I'd say it's probably one of the best courses we played on tour. I, I was I was genuinely in awe of some of the, the holes. Mm. The fact that just at a really, at a macro level, that course is two par threes and 16 par fours. And at no point are you aware that you're just playing par four after par four. Like you're just never aware of it. Mm. And I think to to have a course where it feels like that, and it's maybe back to your point, Harry, of when the wind's up at Ely, it's good because the routing is really varied in terms of the directions you're playing against. You know, jokes aside, there's a lot of half par holes. I was going to say, there's, ever no, feels there's like not 16 par fours because no. there's like, there's a, there's, there was well, about all eight half par, par 3.5s. There were about eight par four point fives. Yeah. So, so yeah, but they are <laughs> genuine half parts. I, I, you know, the back nine. I think I made like one par on the back nine because there's loads of really scorable, like semi-reachable or scorable fours. Not on the loads back nine. Of, oh no, I'm not sure. I'd agree and there's that. loads of really tough ones as well, though. I th- no. Well, actually, I think I'd probably flip that around and say, okay, it's slightly dependent on wind, but I think by and large the front. Nine seems seems more scorable um, in terms of the selection of par fours that you have there. Like one, okay, it's a slightly blind tee shot, but you know you, can, you get a good tee shot away on two. It's fairly short. You can get up and down, make 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 your birdie there. Um, three is is a long and a tough par three there. But then as you start going through, sort of four, five, six, seven, there's some chances. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with the, the point you're making, which is that the, the variety stru- of holes, um, that stretch around the turn is just sublime, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know that uh, where you get that really good reveal. 10, what hole is yeah. that? That, re- that ten's one, a brilliant reveal. Ten, that, that, yeah. ten, 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 ten's ten. the best ten. reveal in golf. Well, yeah, back to eclectic eighteen. You know, and there's an immediate revision on um, my eclectic eighteen. You know that that just goes straight in ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is one of the most passionate. And it, no, but I'd, I'd have uh, to have a hole from Ely now on my eclectic eighteen. I couldn't, I couldn't you, you sleep. Couldn't over, at night couldn't, what was, you what was on your eclectic right. Valdus, eighteen? Valdez ten. Valdez ten was, yeah. was, was on mine. But, well, but I think that's an easy revision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a simple decision to make. I mean, it doesn't need a lot of rework, and I could probably go back to the drawing board, do a more complicated way. But there are <laughs> holes at Ely that I would like. You know, no, but there are genuinely really good contenders. I thought. There are some really, really, really good golf holes. 13 at Ely is an outstanding golf hole. Mm. Like, really good. Like I know I know. there's no shortage of hyperbole from me on oh, this 13 one. 13 was a belter, yeah. wasn't but it? But it's, like, it's genuinely, like, crazy good golf, Ely. Like, crazy yeah. good. And I think, but it's interesting because I think, the as you say, like, I don't know, it's maybe not a fair comparison, but somewhere like a North Berwick where maybe, uh, forgive me if this is totally wide of the mark as a sort of amateur psychoanalysis exercise, but, you know, North Berwick was some, somewhere that you'd seen obviously quite a lot on, on social media and, and various other channels where you're kind of, um, you know, looking at a lot of the holes there in detail and you got a, a fair preview of that before you went and played it. I wonder whether with Ely, you know, maybe not having seen quite as much coverage there, it's just, it, as you say, not it, it's yeah, a, it, it kind of not, knocks you for six really when you go there because you're like, wow, I just I just didn't really know what to expect, and um, this is just incredible, like the the mixture of of sort of strategic varied golf with stunning vistas, uh, brilliant backdrops, you know, half bar holes, reveals, and and actually on the point about transitions, it never actually feels like 
much of a slog. Like it's fair to say it's not a championship course, but that is just a totally positive attribute, I think, in this instance yeah, yeah, because yeah. it just feels like the easiest walk um, going. You just you can just skip round there. You could cut out holes, play different loops if you wanted. Um, it's just a, it's just really really fun to go and play. Yeah, it was good, and uh, of course we were we were. We were playing two different forms of matches across this wonderful links. And uh, Harold and I battled well for 10 or 11 holes and then kind of got the screw turned on us a little bit, didn't we, Harold? And they kind of got a couple up. Well, yeah, but- I th- Sam just started burying putts, really. I think, you know, we uh, we, we felt like we played the better golf on the day, but then suddenly... We put- mood improved around that time as well. <laughs> These putts are dropping from all over the shop. And, you know, testament to Ely's Greens when I think, uh, I can't remember, which hole was it where two consecutive sort of 25-footers were canned? 14. 14, I think. And then, yeah, I, and then yeah. I, I... You left one left in the jaws. in the jaws. Yeah, which, you know, testament to the, the quality of the surfaces, really. When you get when you get Sam Williams on a pure on a pure surface, there's just no <laughs> hiding from him. We This 14 was the hole we let the two ball through and uh, we'd all hit sort of decent drives down there. And then they, they, the etiquette was sublime because they got to the green. They very sharply moved off because we let them through and they played 15. And we all put our approaches to on the green to, to, to puttable distances and Sam's walking all the way up the fairway going, do you think they think we're ball strikers? Do you, do you think, they must look at us and think, ball strikers all the way. Yeah. In fairness, no, Harry started this chat because he was going, standards, boys. I mean, this is just standards of, of play. It's just, this is this is sublime. Mm. Like, cookie jar stock's rising in, in five yeah. again now after Tom's remarked that he can see out of a periscope, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, stock was rising once again. But, um, yeah, it, got it was to, a good match though, to be fair. It was yeah, really good. 16 and Harold stood on 16 and he turned to me his partner and we were two down with three to play he said come on now let's bury them (laughs) which I thought was ambitious an ambitious statement but um yeah we won won 16 nice little birdie there birdie from Harold this is going to be a lot about Harry um and then clutch par save on 17. Oh, I felt that was a bit hole. of robbery there, actually. It, yeah. yeah, it needed all of the right lip to help that one into the hole. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what, what did you think it was? Sort of 20 foot? Nah, I used to, I used to say 12, 12 feet or so. 25, 30 foot, easy. <laughs> yeah. Par save. Yeah, yeah. Four it's on, feet it's on the gram, yeah, check downhill. it out. Uh, par save to, to take it to Dormy, and then um, I managed to to close out on 18, win 18 for half half the an extremely Pairs clutch lag putt, probably 50 footer. Like it was probably four net three. Yeah, four <laughs> net three. Got it done. Stroke eight. <laughs> <laughs> but stepped up when he needed to. But what delivered. was good about eighteen is eighteen's a drivable um, par four. It's three sixty, and it was is a mad damn win. And on the tee box, all these three boys are giving it. Do you know, I think drive is going to be too but much. Yeah, five iron the green. They've all hit pretty, pretty, pretty good shots down there, and we all had miles left in. I don't know whether the temperature just dropped, but uh, took, I think the ball striking was all pretty, pretty solid. To be fair, yeah, it, was good. it was a, it was a good match where there was no. Because sh- I remember you saying on, I think the fourth or fifth hole, you said, "Oh, a- any time you make two birdies on one." in a group make two birdies on one hole it officially becomes a birdie, a fest. birdie fest it's officially and you said fest. that and once you said that it was like the floodgates had opened to birdies because 
I think the next time we looked at it, we'd had something like eight or nine birdies in the space for about four holes mm, or something. Yeah. Like it was, it had gone wild. Uh, so it was a really good match and it was a good standard. But yeah, I, I want to come back actually a little bit to our standard of golf. But I, I want to just linger a little bit more on the course, if you'll indulge me. <laughs> Um, I'd much rather indulge you on on your, you know, um, hyperbole and just l- lauding praise on the course than lauding praise on your own golf. So absolutely, um, <laughs> you're yeah, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. I encourage um, the former. Okay, so I'm curious to know uh, your favourite couple of holes or so at Ely, and just 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 talk about some of the highlights of the actual course mm. itself, because I think otherwise we're in danger of skipping past it with some you know, banter about the match and stuff. And I, I do, I, whilst we got the opportunity, I, w- I do want to just talk about some of the favourite holes because I suspect they might all be different. Mm. I suspect there'll be ones I birdied for me. I just think that's the <laughs> natural type of character I am. But um, yeah, Mills, why don't you kick us off? Um, okay. I think we need to ban any of us picking 10 because it was, 10 is just amazing. So I think it's too easy to say 10. And I'm going to go with six, which is a 300-yard par four. Plays downhill. You only, well, you can see about 200 yards of it, do you reckon? And then it, then, then it kind of goes over a, a crest and you lose the last 100 yards from the tee box. So you can't see that. But in that last 100 yards, it is littered, absolutely littered with bunkers. So if you try and take something on, you know that goes beyond 200 yards you are you yeah are, you are literally well as the person who played the course you know a couple of times um previously and obviously you was, was more than happy to give out some some course management advice to you guys i uh i, I told you all that it was probably about a four and about a 200 yard shot or so that you wanted to lay it up well short of the bunkers and then proceeded to just totally ignore my own advice hit a really nice two iron dead out the screws the only one who hit a relatively straight tee shot off that hole right up the lip of a bunker and took six while you guys all <laughs> just sort of you know fanned it a little bit here and there knocked it on the green and uh uh, and maybe birdies in your part so so yeah I totally agree with you on that he's a very good strategic yeah, hole a really good but hole though where you, you a, could hit anything of you know eight iron yeah. up to driver in the bag yeah. off the tee which you know we'll know from you know my previous rhetoric on this podcast has been you know a quality I think is particularly desirable in a golf hole yeah, mm. like the old, like the old course twelfth or or the fourth at St George's Hill, like anything you can play, literally any club off. It's Wildy Hill, Harold. Thing is, you know, we've banned ten. I feel like we almost need to ban thirteen as well. <laughs> yeah, we do. The problem is thirteen. <laughs> it's just absolutely my favourite, and I, I knew that going in. I, I remembered that that hole from the, the last time I played it, probably three or four years ago now that I, I, I played the course, but it is it is difficult to ignore that corner that you, you that you play into. And we that's why we, we let the chaps through um, and we were we were more than happy to spend an extra few minutes in that in that part of the course, weren't we? Yeah. Thirteen's yeah. uh it's a brilliant little like shortish par four, but the, the green is just I don't know if it's short actually. Spicy. Mm. Is it not short? Well, I think it's touching four hundred decent, decent length, yeah. How is I, it? Uh, yeah, it'd play, it'd play about 380, I'd say, maybe 400. Um, Spicy Very, green, very though. generous width of the fair, but you play almost through a little channel of where the sort of sandbank off the shore is up on the left, and, you know, the profile of the ground raises up on the right as well. So you almost got this little sort of half pipe you play through. But then it's the approach to the green where you've got this you know, massive elevation change, I think, and the green runs front right to back left, and anything that is you know, anything like short of the angle you're coming in on will find you, 
you know, what were you, you were there, Tom? Were you like, t- yeah, I'd say so, 10, so 10 feet pitched, below? Like you, couldn't see the bo- you couldn't see the bottom no, of the flag stick, I, could I, you, with you? I think you I pitched about eight yards away from the pin and it just got spat out and rejected because I've pitched straight into the upslope of that big mm. elevation. Just kicked it left into a little bowl. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I finish about, I don't know, 10, 12 yards from the, from the pin and I, and, I can't see it, basically. Uh, and the backdrop, you've got those huge of sort of cliffs as well, that massive dramatic cliff, yeah, cliff yeah, face yeah, yeah. that you see throughout most of the, the, the course. You're right on that east nook yeah, there, aren't you? Yeah, well, yeah, it's just a... Yeah, well... It's, 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 it's an outstanding yeah, golf hole. What was yours, Sam? I have really thought about... Um, <laughs> Great, that was your idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I'll jump in. Um, I think the reveal off the second yeah, green that, is you? just incredible like i think that is where you really for me it really it feels like you just like wow this is such a spectacular place uh, as you kind of walk up onto the the second green third tee as well that's just a fantastic you know high point of the course where you're looking out you can see the town below um the 19th hole actually yeah not that far away where we popped in for a drink after the round and a, and a bite to eat it's really really cool it's good vibe. Shout. i'd actually say 19th really nice hole is also probably one of my favorite holes at <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's a one hell of a one hell of a booze of that yeah um but yeah i think that 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 for me would probably yeah, be it's a good hole um i mean coming back to it i think we, we, we've 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 taken a few out of play for me which is, which makes the exercise not trickier because there's a lot I, i'm i'm gonna say Actually, I think three is an incredibly good par three hole. Uh, there's only two par threes at, at Ely, but I thought three was really good. You know, you know downhill. You Pretty stern test. Mental, like, run into the green on that front right. Um, and it's a huge bank green. up to the right. And I was in the bunker on the left. I did a horrible shot, really, to be honest. But I was in the bunker, and I didn't hit a particularly good bunker shot either, but I, I, was, I was consciously trying to play the bunker shot way past the flag to almost, because you could see it would just pitch and roll back. And yeah, that's just a, a really fun, you've got the wall behind and everything. And Just just you know, remind me, the third is the one just before you marched off down the fourth fairway and wouldn't speak to anyone. He was already yeah. marching down three, actually. The, 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 <laughs> the, the concerns around pace of play, and, and just you know, full disclosure <laughs> here, they, we they finished were, yeah. with about an hour of daylight to spare here. So, <laughs> so these concerns were totally unfounded. Someone's got to keep you moving around um, a golf course, Bruce. Yeah, and I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know one biting. day these comments will stick just, about just, pace of play. Just and, not biting. You know, yeah. Um, and 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 I just want to maybe just talk a little bit about our own game and stuff because almost at that point in the season now where it's starting to feel like we're closer to the golfing season, mm. um, which you know, if I'm honest, you know, I think we've all hit the ball pretty good today. You know, I, you know, I, probably well, the best, best I've seen yeah. you get off the tee, Tom, for a kickoff. I think you two actually, are fully, I think fully accept are, you, you guys are driving it both a lot better uh, and I know that might sound like awesome marketing guff or whatever no I genuinely think that both you guys well, are driving it significantly it's... better I think you know Sam you, you're the, the driver setup that you've got at the moment uh, as much as you love the sort of aesthetic visual flex of having a, a bright orange tour AD shaft in your driver which is fantastic I agree he's going to tell you it genuinely extra... works for you very well he's going to tell you it's uh, extra stiff in a minute and you're taking you know, t- take it to spin off it yeah. tour, tour stiff um I no, think no, it would I, look good. And Tom, I mean, you, again, like same thing. The launch you're getting well, on it is just a, just a lot better. Just very quickly on this though, because I mean, like, I think one thing it, it would be fair to say on this podcast, and keep me honest on this, Bruce, but we are. I think we are very mindful that there is no shortage of marketing 
advertising, stuff that happens through golf mm. stuff, you know, guns for hire. And we've always been very conscious about any partnerships and stuff and, and really kind of doing any of that stuff because it just it feels inauthentic at times yeah it's not we're very lucky to have a very good relationship with the guys at TaylorMade who support us like what we do um you know we like clubs and stuff and provide it but it's also not on the basis that we have to ram it down your throats every 15 Mm. minutes what i will say is going and getting and spending a couple of hours down with with danny or mickey um getting fit for, for for clubs a few weeks ago and really dialing in on the woods and the, and the and the long irons so like two irons and the and the fairway woods and the driver that's had a massive benefit for me like i maybe got fitted for the sim 2 a little hastily because we did the full bag but yeah. you know and i hit it a lot better when i went down and had that second run at the fitting and i feel like subsequently i've now got a really good setup in the driver where yeah, it's just not spinning as much. I used to feel like I'd hit the ball really good, but I just, the, the high right spinner, and that's gone now. Like, like, like it's really good. Like, yeah. the kit's solid. Like, I mean, I really, I mean, I'm on that Stealth Plus, which is the low spinning head. And weirdly, you've head, got yeah. the stock one, which is slightly higher spin. I, I don't feel like it's hard to control that Stealth Plus. I'm conscious that it's maybe a bit tougher to keep the face under control because there's not maybe as much forgiveness in the head. Well, I don't know if that's... I think I totally echo your points there about how having a bit more time for us to spend on on the woods and driver as opposed to trying to do the whole bag absolutely really beneficial. Added to which, you know, the relationship we kind of have with Danny... Uh, I think that's the most and, important and, and thing. And just, you know, him knowing our games a bit more. And yeah. I think it really just speaks to having a, a really great fitter who knows what they're talking about and, and you've kind of got a sort of... and They've got an understanding of your game and you have some sort of relationship with them and say, well, look, this is the typical miss on the course and this is what I'm really... This is what I don't like about my current setup and being able to... Um, you know, have that conversation and, and come away with just like a brilliant, a, a brilliant setup that that um, you know I, I, suits your. I'm your with you 100 on that. I mean, I've Thank never you. carried a three wood, so yeah. I've put three wood in the bag. We got five wood um, as well, and, and two iron. But like, it's I don't know how much the tech is really that that it's obviously really important. But the important part for me is I go and see see someone who knows my game and it's like yeah so we give you this last time how's it working how do you feel what's the bad shots what's what are you doing you talk it through and through the process of being through it twice with the same person he's like okay well we can tweak that we can change this a little bit let's make sure we get this like and and it's just refinement this is getting that mm. for you and that whole process i i haven't hit um my woods as well as as the, i hit these and we, we've no had, way. you know, we've had, you know, the, the, there's been other people in the in golf industry that, you know, very, you know, the one thing you quickly realise doing this stuff, and maybe it's going off on a slight tangent, but you know, people are very willing to give product and service to you, but there's always an expectation back. And I think, you know, we are lucky there with the guys at TaylorMade because they, what they do do is it's just like, it's absolutely fine. And more than anything, there's just a curiosity of like, how you find it? Do you rate the product? I think it's quite good, this driver, you know, really happy with that. Yeah, he was really excited about the new milk grind three wedges. You've got the new so MG3s I, I really in. Got we haven't got bag. ours yet. But you're like, yeah, these are a step forward. These are yeah, these really are really like sort of like, you know, yeah. dare I say a bit more sort of Vokey-esque or whatever. You know, they're, they, these are really good wedges. Prefer the yeah. shape a bit more. Yeah, kind of suits your eye. Loads of interaction with it. Like, I feel like it's yeah. got a much better interaction with the turf. I could just nip it off like mm. that. I did a chip on, was it 14 or 15 today? 
which was on the tightest lie. And I was just like, yeah, I feel quite confident I could just pick this and just yeah, like exactly. razz it in there a little and bit. And what a cool bunch of guys are to out, do that and never say to you like, yeah, and by the way, can you just, you know, flood YouTube with some fitting films or do this and do this and do this. And it's like, yeah, like a bunch of guys there that are just quite happy doing that. I, th- I, th- I think, yeah. And that's why we quite enjoy the relationship. And I think it's fair to, mm. to use a bit of few minutes there just to kind of talk about that so but it fits in as well because you know it's like i think you, you can all we, we've all been there where we're trying to convince ourselves that we like a new bit of gear and actually it's not the thing for us or maybe it hasn't made that much of a difference to our game but given that this is the first time we've played together as a three in, in quite a while and certainly since the fitting um Drive it's just good having yeah it's good, good good having that validation from people who who know your game and and you've played with before to say i oh, know actually like you're hitting that thing really nicely like like that's yeah. great to see and obviously, we were, UDIs are pretty pretty healthy yeah, they're, they're, as well. Like we've got up to a mm. fifteen club deal now, so I've got, I'm subbing the five wood. Sam's going to go graphite shafts through the bag now. He's, he's got a graphite <laughs> shafted two Fair. iron. Yeah, he's, it's the first time he's found the middle of the bat with, with an iron for you know for months. Yeah, it's like he's going hazardous smoke through the bag. But obviously, we were the the the, the original CJG boys were having our internal comp for the uh, for the Seamus bag and. To my deepest regret, we are going to be playing the Jubilee tomorrow and Sam Williams is going to be rocking a lovely little sort of six-inch open pencil bag and he, you did take the biscuits, 35 points. Across the course, went out in a police before. car actually, didn't he? He was just flying through the front line. Yeah, he, got a few birdies there, which is For a course you've never played before, I think that's... Potter went absolutely stone cold, to be fair. <laughs> few, few cheap, yeah, few cheap three putts was like, yeah, it was tough to say. But no, like, I, I thought ball striking was good today. It's, great, it's just great fun when you have a little 2v2 heads up match uh, and it's, you know, it's clutch and it's tight and, you know, birdies are winning holes. You're not getting anything for pars. Um, but there's there's absolutely no getting away from the fact I thought that Ely was an absolute star of the show. Like that was... Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Quick, how many half par holes? I think it would be right to just end on this. How many half par holes did you have it at? 18. No, not 18 <laughs> half par holes. <laughs> I, I'm curious. Or, or, you know, Harry, what do you think? Is is that just absolute nonsense rhetoric from me there? So, no, I, I like the concept of half. I think there are, yeah, there's the, the, definitely, um, there's definitely room for that. What I am surprised at, Sam, is that you've used the term par threes in this podcast probably on at least three occasions. And I, based on today's conversations, I thought that term was now illegal, and actually we just refer to them exclusively as short holes um, <laughs> or one shotters. Yeah. But you know, I'm glad I, someone's I, keeping. I'm, the I'm, I'm happy to keep learning, and maybe maybe a bit of variety, and then make sure it's good. Have you also noticed that when you're uh, when you're out in the course with with Sam? And he, you know, you're or even maybe you're on a, a short hole or a one shotter, and or you're, or you're all driven to the same spot, and he pulls out his 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 range finder, and you can't be bothered. So you're like, Sam, why don't you go over there? It's either one of two things. He just says either seventy when it's one seventy, <laughs> or buck seventy. <laughs> <laughs> it can never be a hundred and seventy. He's like seventy. Yeah. He's like, well. Okay, is that's that what wedge? they call it on tour, don't they? It'd be like it'd be like looking at a game. It was seventy. I actually played with someone once. Said, How far is it? I said like sixty-five. <laughs> like sixty-five yards. It's like pulling a wedge. I was like, no, 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 it's one hundred and sixty-five. But Sam only does. I, I do. I would say half par holes is something in the region of I would say north of thirteen, which. For me, that is the largest collection of half par holes I've ever seen in the wild. Yeah, I don't out. know. I don't know if you. What about you? Shout out half par kid. Half par kid. Yeah, I mean he. 
who obviously did it to KT and exclusively off half par holes, which <laughs> I thought was re- remarkable. I mean, made him a scorecard of decimalized par, pass, <laughs> which is amazing. Have you ever seen that many half pars? I, I, yeah, I don't Only think I don't think it's double digits. I really don't think it's, Do it's double digits. No, no because half pars can go up. I think I'm going to challenge you on this one. Explain yourself. Well, okay. First things first, just to sort of so we can make sure we establish first principles here. Do you accept that there is such a thing as a just a, a straightforward par four like that? That's actually about how it plays. It's yeah, not I three would and a half. I'd it's say the first at Ely is is, is 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 very much close to a regulation par okay, four. Okay, so that's a regulation par four. Yeah, we could say the second is a half Which par. Which most of us made five on to be fair. So it's arguably more <laughs> four and a half. We, we could say the second is we could say the second is a it, it is a half par hole. I'll I'll grant you that. Two, yeah, two is a three and a half. Three is a three and a half. I'm not sure it is, actually, as, as a today. par three. Three is yeah. a three. It's a 200 yard par three with quite a severe front to back green. Wins in play. It feels like a three and a half. Though. Okay, well, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So we're at two yeah, right two. now. The fourth is just a straightaway par four. I think, you know, it, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a drive and a short iron. I think with what we were hitting in today, you might hit a wedge in there, driving a driving a full gap wedge, but a fairly Harry's full wedge. Absolutely shot. launched one down four. <laughs> Harry's hit a drive. Hang on, hang on. That not many people on the planet are can we, can I, hit. I, Do you know what the easiest way to to define this is? There needs to be. I think it's 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 got to be a half par hole. It can, it can come down. It can come down point five if you have anything less than sixty five into the green. I think that becomes a half no, hole. No, no, because it's just too like. And you, again, you can't judge that on the basis of just the wind that we've had today. So yeah, exactly. So, the wind, the so, wind is a massive yeah. factor. It is. We've already said when the wind is up, and that's what, what that's what brings a lot of the variety, as well as the difference in, mm. in hole lengths. So Tom, as the resident stato here, and someone who likes to try and keep us sort of um, statistically unbiased, if that is a fair Let the fair data term. guide our, our assumptions. Yeah, yeah, you would say that it would be it would be confirmation bias. Uh, uh, it would be a small sample size if we no, were just what, going what on the basis I would say of, of what we had I can't, I can't just sit here and listen to Sam mm. just nauseatingly talk about it's about half part when yeah. there is no defined Right, okay. so I'm, going to give, I'm going to give four as a straightforward par four. Okay. So right now we're two from four. Yeah, but then there's Three. no question. Five, six, no, five. Seven, we played up. Five. Or, we played off because we just wanted to. We want the transition to be good. Well, no, we went. Yeah, we we minimised transition in the. I shortened <laughs> the walk. Um, so we played off a yellow tee. Played off a slight front box. We so still that's short. Not short. That's about fifty yards in. Okay, I I would say it's a half par. Maybe not. Maybe but six and seven. I'd give you half par. Six holes. seven. Hundred percent half par. Yeah. Um, eight. Good. Good. Solid par four. Uh, eight, 3.20, 3.30. Yeah, I mean, you were chipping your shots in. Okay, I mean, I'll begrudgingly, uh, I'll fall back and say it's maybe not half par. Nine is 100% half par. In the wrong well, again, you played it dead into the teeth, though. Yeah, I know, but it was either, still either way, it's 450. It like, I drive a two iron at the absolute buzzer, and... <laughs> Like, so technically, you made a birdie because it was because you made a yeah, four. Yeah, I mean, he made an eagle. To be you made half I mean, a birdie. Yeah, and it had one point five. What I, is I, knew, I knew there was some ulterior motives. I don't know what a three is on a four and a half par. I made the mistake of engaging Sam <laughs> in conversation on the way up to that green, and you know another one sort of you know, semi hidden as you're walking up to it, and he, you can just tell he's not registering a single word that I'm saying because he's too busy peeking over the crest to check how far his ball is from the pin yeah. and not, not a single word was landing there and yeah he's obviously very pleased when he sees it sort of 15 feet left of the pin which yeah he gave a very good run at the hole 
10, 100% half yeah. par hole. 11. Three, 11's 2.5. That's a, that's a half par. You, 11 is a 2.5. Right, it's a 130-yard right. hole. So half par kid, who is, from what I gather, an, an authority on the subject of half par holes globally. I don't know if that's an official thing. I, I challenged him and said that. Is is it possible to have a two and a half? And he said, absolutely, you can. Um, I would say, yeah, 11's a... No, it's, it's no, a picturesque, no, no. benign, no. very, very short part. Benign. Yeah, we, we hit no, no. 50 degree wedges in. <laughs> oh, it's no. not a two and a half. Okay, well, I think it is. Then the next one is a long cape hole, 440 plus. That's a, that's a oh, half hole. drive a nine iron in there. Yeah, you hit the ball a long way. What did you hit? We all know that. Drive a seven iron? Drive eight iron. And three, so, okay. three, three jabbed it from uh, five, okay. so there you go. So, so, <laughs> so, 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 here we go. Yeah. 13 is not a half par 14 I mean not crikey we made it look like a half par but it's not <laughs> I mean we littered that thing with birdies 15 15 back down that's a shortish one again that was a tough hole though yeah. with the wind uh, you know, no I'm, this is just absolutely yeah so so Do you think this is Sam's so, had a good so just day to clarify, with the driver his new tailor made drive which he's so happy to tell him about his tour AD shaft and suddenly every par 4 that he's hit driver on <laughs> has become a half par yeah so so I think we've just established there. We've just established there that 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, at the very least, are, are just regulation things. Not so, having half par holes. They are. Yeah. The, well, look, right. I digress. We're going I, think, into the I think we're joking. So, we're to be fair, if I was an Ely member, yeah. I'd probably be sitting in there listening to this going, what are these guys saying? I think, you know. The, the takeaways is a lot of variety for a first time uh, listener and, and, and to Cookie Jar yeah. this is just a bit of internal banter and, and, and we'll obviously have a post-mortem after this podcast but you know I think what I'm, what I'm trying to drive at to be fair more than anything with this is back to the original point 16 par 4s this sounds like a poor fest and it, I just couldn't believe the variety of the golf holes yeah. and I, I think we can unanimously I, I agree think, on I that think, like amazing variety I think for me the biggest kind of um you know, thing for me is I was walking up 18 with you boys. You know, it, it was one of those days. We've all had a lovely day. Sun was shining. And I, you know, I, I turned to you and I was like, this is, I think, one of my favorite days of golf I've ever had. And it's just, like you said, Bruce, it's not a championship course. You're not going to, it's not a Carnoustie or whatever. Like, it's just, it's just not. But if you want, like, a fun day on a golf course... Ely just delivers in spades. It was just absolutely... I just had such a good day. Even though I literally went off tour for like three holes in the middle and yeah. just snap-hooked, literally just snap-hooked the life out of there. There was, there was a sad moment. I think Tom's found the only strip of deep rough on the course, consecutive holes, and that sadly left me to it. I don't think I did. I don't, I don't, how did we feature on those two? I think, did we lose both of them? I think we did. Yeah. yeah that's where the wheels yeah. started coming off. And then that's pure, purely the rough manager. I mean, just a little segue there, because obviously we like to sort of pigeonhole some agronomy references where where relevant but yeah uh that was the 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 the, the sort of main strip of thick rough at ely given that they're putting in quite a good um sort of rough maintenance program chopping it all back so that it, it's not too penal in the summertime yeah. uh so that was that was a little bit sad to see wasn't but it? it was it was quite funny because I, I i have been hitting the, the the new driver quite well but i've been hitting the sort of like nice little sort of draw little baby draws and i'd started the day with fades which i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't liking so 
I'm trying to work it back on the inside and I start hitting snap hooks and I hit two snap hooks on the bounce of the driver and I walked off after the second snap hook going, my swing's in a great place now. Yeah. I know it's I, in a great I totally place agree now. with you. As, as my opposition that day, when you started pulling smother hooks into play, <laughs> I was really on board with that. But it was then, much better than seeing those five-yard <laughs> fades peeling off the left edge of the fairway. The smother hook was, no, it was I much say nicer to, you, to see. But I did say to you, I was like, I know, I, I, when I get that in that snappy... I know now I can just hold that face off and rip through it. And then after that, nothing but, yeah, nothing no, but no. fairways. Yeah, I, I actually do kind of agree with that. I'd, I'd I rather absolutely 100% disagree. You dis- yeah, you'd yeah, rather yeah. the yeah. other way, wouldn't you? Well, it's but- like you talk about your driver fitting and it, everyone's different, but I don't mind hitting a slightly spinny right driver, to be honest. See, I, I think that's like far that more I find it very hard to walk that back. Whereas if I'm, if I'm smother hooking it, I feel like, well, I, I can actually remedy that. Just get even more into out on it. If I can just get more CF on this and just really, really drop the club club head behind me. Get even more trapped and underneath it. And I, I think, uh, yeah, I think that sounds like a very good remedy, Sam. And on that note, is there anything more to add on our... No, only an apology to any Ely member that's had to listen to this. Yeah. Well, no, I, I hope we are going to do a blog post with uh, maybe maybe a glossary of half par holes, transitions, and reveals. Was that the stuff oh, that well, you trying to do today? We so? are saying, you know, to be fair, Sam's these are a blog post on that fairly, anyway. you know, they, these are fairly sort of narcissistical golf architecture terms, but I think they apply. I think yeah, they do have an analytical value. The routine of the golf course yeah. and falling off a green, to use Simon Holt's reference. And on to the next team ground is one of the greatest feelings in golf. And you do that in spades at Ely. And, you know, for, for a member that's listened to it, think, crikey, this is a bit self-indulgent. They keep giggling at their own jokes. I I, I genuinely thought some of, the, some of the aspects to Ely as a golf course just absolutely floored me today. Mm. And I think as well, the, the fact that we're here having this banter about the day that we've had, you know, as, as Tom mentioned, it was it was an ex- extremely enjoyable day on, on that course. We've all had an absolute whale of a time um from the moment we set foot at the club we felt extremely welcome yeah. and um felt very pr- privileged to be out there on such a glorious afternoon to be able to enjoy enjoy that links and only have positive exchanges with with other people playing that course and who were also by all accounts having a, a lovely time out there it was just it was an all-time yeah it was, it was an it was all-time a, afternoon really it was wasn't it Day, yeah. for, day, big, day for the ages yeah big thank you to um gavin and also jamie at ely for for organizing it and, and setting it up making us feel so welcome um great to be back out on tour with you fellas harry uh good to have you on the pod and all in all just a just a brilliant brilliant day and uh, hopefully we can have another tour soon adios and until next time adios watch this <laughs>